Sunday school. We thank and praise God for each and every one of you. Today is Sunday, March 29th, and we thank God that you are able to join us in the name of Jesus Christ. And ask Mr. Brown to get ready to open us in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you thanks and we give you honor and we give you glory. <coughs> We thank you for this another day that you have blessed us with, you have woken us up this morning, clothed in our right minds, Lord, we are here into your presence to give you glory and to give you honor and to give you praise. We thank you that we can come and share your words and to learn more about you, Lord. And as your children gather together, Lord, to feast at your table, I pray that you will feed them, Lord, until they want no more, Lord. God, I pray that you will Feel that desire and that hungerness for righteousness, Lord, because you promise in your word that they that are hunger and thirst for righteousness that you shall fill us, Lord. We commit your man's servant in your hands. We pray for your anointing. We pray for a special touch. We pray that the words that will be coming forth from his mouth will be your words, that it will go forth with power and clarity, that it will accomplish that which you have sent it forth to do, Jesus. God, I pray that your words will minister to hearts, comfort hearts, Lord, and save life and build up and fortify your children. Because if ever a time we need to hear from you, God, is now. Speak your words to us this morning. And we, your children, will hear, God, Lord. We, your children, will repent, Lord. God, we pray that you will have mercy upon us when we look around, Lord, and we see what's going on, Lord. God, it's so much tears and it's so much heartbreak, Lord. God, we pray for the health care workers this morning. Yes, we thank Lord. you because we can never pray enough for them, Lord. We keep on, we're keeping on praying for them, God. God, they're truly doing a new job, a, a great job, God. They're, they're in the front line of this battle. We pray that you will cover them. We pray that you will you would um, give them divine protection in the name of Jesus. Our first responders, cover them till we pray yeah. as we humble bow before you to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. And we tell you thanks in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. amen and amen. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Again, a pleasant good morning to you, you and you, brother and sister Brown here, and this is our Sunday school. We meet here each Sunday morning at 9 a.m that we might study the Word of God. We're currently studying the book of Revelation, and on last week, we studied Revelation chapter 1. The things that we took away from Revelation chapter 1 are that it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is the revelation making us know who Jesus is. The first thing we got, it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The second thing we got was that it was given by Jesus Christ to an angel to give to John 
for the seven churches. It was given by Jesus Christ to an angel to give to John for the seven churches. The seven churches are the seven churches that we see are Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. So John was told to write the things that he saw and send them to the seven churches of Asia. The seven churches are Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Now John, while he was writing this, was confined to the Isle of Patmos. And here is what John said. I, John, who also, this is Revelation chapter 1 verse 9. Turn in your Bibles to the book of Revelation. We, in chapter 1, <coughs> at verse 9, John said, I, John, who also am your brother and your companion in tribulation. So John said he was our companion and our brother in tribulation. John was in the tribulation. The tribulation started in AD 70 when Titus entered and destroyed the temple at Jerusalem. We only go with the Bible. Not movies, not books written by various authors. People sell books, they write anything. People make movies to attract crowds. We go with the word of God who has given us revelation. So Revelation chapter 1 verse 9 says, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. The tribulation had begun in AD 70 and John was in it. The tribulation, yes. He says he was also our brother and companion in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ. He was exiled on the Isle of Patmos for what? The word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. I know many of you have been deceived by movies and books that tell us that this is going to last for three and a half years and this is going to last for seven years and things like that from the movies and from books. One thing the Bible tells us is that a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. One day with the Lord is as one thousand years and one thousand years as one day. So when you read about a day in the Bible, it could be for a period of 1,000 years. And when you read about 1,000 years, it could be one day. We go by the scriptures. So John was in the tribulation. He was on the Isle of Patmos. The Spirit spoke to him, telling him to send the letter to the seven churches. Now the Lord himself interpreted what John saw. There are many interpretations going around by various individuals, men, women, people desiring to sell books, to worship their God mammon, to make money. John wasn't interested in that. John was interested in relaying the message he, re he received from Jesus Christ. And John wrote these words that Jesus said. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, so write the things you saw in the past, the things which currently exist, and the things which shall be hereafter. So John had a responsibility to write what he saw during the life of Jesus Christ back then. He had to write what he was now experiencing, 
and he also had to write what he would see in the future. And then the Lord explained the mystery of the seven stars and the seven candlesticks. Let me tell you what the Lord says. He said, the mystery of the seven stars, which I saw in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. So, you must rivet in your mind that the seven stars that John saw are the angels of the seven churches. That is the word of the Lord. And the seven candlesticks. And the seven candlesticks are the seven churches. Now men and women will try to twist those things to their own advantage. But you must stick with the word of God because the word of God is true. So the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks are the seven churches. Not lamps. The lamps are not the churches. The candlesticks are the seven churches. The candlestick as a upright piece with branches sticking out of it. That's a candlestick. A lamp, as it was then, is a container with oil and a light at one end. But a candlestick has branches. Alright, beloved, stay with the word of God. So if you get anything, if you got anything from last week, you should have gotten that the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks are the seven churches. We come to chapter 2 this morning and in chapter 2, we're going to continue from where we left off. In chapter 2, it says, Revelation chapter 2 verse 1, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars. Thou hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Here, John had to send, write this letter, and he said, Unto the angel of the seven churches, it came from Jesus Christ. The ministration to mankind is done through both men and angels. We have angels of the Lord with us. He said he will give his angels charge over us to keep us in our ways. Lest we dash our feet against us. No, we will get out of the way. And it was the angel's task to make sure that men and women walk in the right way. There is a difference between men and angels. Men were made a little lower than the angels, but man was crowned with glory and honor. Not angels. Angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister unto those who shall be the ears of salvation. Those who were going to be bought back, redeemed from Adam's transgressions. Not so the angels. But the angels 
with power had a responsibility to enable and help the church. Let me give you an example. Peter was cast into prison because of the rulers and the synagogues and the council. Herod had beheaded James. Then he took Peter and put him in prison. And the angel of the church, which was at Jerusalem, went and released Peter from prison. It was his responsibility to minister to those who shall be the ear of salvation. He went and he released Peter, released him from prison, guided him out of the prison, through the gate, and placed him on the street where he was now able to continue his mission. So the angel of the church is not some man or some woman setting themselves there telling you they are the angel of the church. The angel of the church is held in the hand of Jesus Christ. Understand? We as men and women, we are kings and priests. Don't be deceived by fallen spirits. Now, there are some angels that fell. And they can take hold in your place of, or your congregation and seek dominion over you. That was the objective that Satan sought in the beginning. He wanted to set his throne above the stars of God. Satan, a fallen angel, wanted to set his throne above the other angels of God. He wanted to set his throne above the what? The stars. The stars that you saw are angels. And Satan wanted to set his throne above the angels of God. That spirit always seeks to exalt itself over something else. So when they go around telling you they're the angel of the church, they're seeking to exalt themselves over you. But the word says we are all brethren. So the angel of the church, true angels of the church, are ministering spirits. Angels are what? Ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who are the ears of, the, of salvation. Now, some man tell you the angel of the church ain't got a wife and kids. You can't be both a man with wife and kids and an angel. Unless you are a fallen angel. Fallen angels took wives and married them. And brought forth offspring. Mm -hmm. Fallen angels took wives Marry them, brought forth offspring. These became the mighty men in the land, the giants. Angels that stood with God have the ability, the capacity to appear as men. So we are careful to entertain strangers. You notice what it says? Be careful to entertain strangers. For some have entertained angels unawares. You get familiar with somebody with their wife and kids. That's not an angel except it's a fallen one. Hello somebody. But a person you see just come. Then they gone. They got to continue their work, their mission. So unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write. These things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. So the Lord have a hold on those angels that are in good standing. And he walks in the midst of the churches. He is the head of all things to the church. The Lord is. He knows our works. He knows the work of the angel. 
some of the angels work where evil they came down to do a job and they start having sex with women when they take on the form of mankind hello somebody so he said I know your work speaking to the angel I know your works your labor your patience and how you cannot bear those that are evil in the church the Bible says for this cause ought the women to have power on their heads because of the angel don't provoke the angel but he said he knew the works of the angel the labor the patience and how thou canst not bear with them that are evil some in the church were tried they say they were apostles and were not they were found to be liars so many things was going on in the church now Herod when he got beside himself sat upon his throne and began to speak to them of Tyre and Sidon an angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. So when Herod got puffed up in his mind, people tell him he was a God and he began to believe that and acted like he was more than he ought to be. An angel of the Lord smote him and worms ate him up. So those who were saying they're apostles, they were tried, found to be liars. You have chief apostle this and apostle that and all kind of people running around claiming to be apostle tried and found to be liars the word says you bored you bore those things you had patience and for the name of the lord jesus has labored and not fainted as we go on we will see where an angel preached the everlasting gospel to those that dwell on the earth yes angels also preach the gospel but it bore had patience and for the name of the Lord labored and did not faint. Then the Lord says, listen to this. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. This was given to the angel. He spoke to the angel and it should be distributed to the church. The warnings to the church. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Angels were given charge to do certain things, their job and stuff. Some of them left what the Lord had given them to do and went and married women, had children. The word says, nevertheless, I have something against you because you have left your first love. He said, remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent. Now we must understand that this letter was given to the community of men and angels. And as we taught and said before, and we learned in the past, that everything said does not apply to everyone. This letter was going to go to the seven churches. It was going to be delivered to John by an angel. John would write it, speak to the angels, and it would be delivered to the church. So there are parts that are applicable to men and parts that are applicable to angels because God rules in heaven and in earth. So he said, remember, therefore, from whence you are fallen, you are fallen angels in the church. And he said, repent. People, mankind, men and women, repent. And he said, do the first works. Do what I gave you to do. Remain, remain in your calling. Don't leave your first habitation. You had men wanting to be angels. Angels wanting to be men. 
men wanting to be women, women wanting to be men, many left their first estate as they were misled, deceived even by angels. He said, remember from whence thou art fallen, Satan fell from heaven. Satan was in heaven. Adam and Eve were in the garden of Eden and they fell. He said, do the first works. He said, or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place except you repent. You have a charge. You have an obligation. You have something to take care of. And the Lord said, if you fail to take care of it, he will remove that candlestick. What's a candlestick? That church. He will remove that candlestick out of his place except you repent. Then the word says, but this the last. You have something. What do you have? You hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. There were some that sought Nicolaitans, conquer the laity. There were some who sought to have dominion over the people. And they called themselves the clergy or the Nico, the conquerors, the leaders, those in charge. My God, my God. But it was hatred of God. Thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Then the word says, He that art and hear, let him hear what the Spirit. Angels are ministering spirits sent to minister unto those that shall be the ear of salvation. The Lord will send spirits to you and to me. Spirits for welfare and also spirits that can be to our detriment. So he said, if you have our ears, hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To Herod was sent a spirit for his destruction. To Peter was sent a spirit for his release from prison. Hello, somebody. He that art an ear, let him hear and understand what the Spirit, the Spirit will speak to you. There are seven spirits before the throne of God. Hello, somebody. By one spirit are we baptized. The spirit of the Holy Ghost we baptize into one body. But there are other spirits. God is the father of spirits. He said, to him that overcometh, will I give to eat of the tree of life. Why did he use this terminology? To him that overcometh. You've got to remember that the way to the tree of life was guarded by what? An angel, a cherubim with a flaming sword of fire. But when Jesus died, he said, I'm the way. Amen. I'm the truth. He opened up. The, you got to come in through Jesus. Men and angels. The Bible says after Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted of the evil spirits. Amen. And when that was over, Angels came and ministered unto him. So he had an encounter with evil spirit, Amen. Satan. Amen. And then when all that was over, the angels in good standing came and ministered unto him. Amen. Hello, somebody. And we are the body of Christ. We have the same experience. Don't let that devil that seeks to have dominion over you say, If thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. That's what the devil said to Jesus. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You rebuke that devil. 
Then he said to him, Hey, look, look at the things of the world. Look how prosperous it is. <laughs> you can have all this. And they began to offer to Jesus the things. He showed him the kingdoms of the world and the glory of it and how prosperous he would become. Amen. All this. Jesus rebuked him again. He realized that he would not be successful with Jesus. Amen. He said, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. He took him and put him on the pinnacle of the temple. Satan will put his hand on you if God permits. Amen. God had permitted the spirit, had permitted the spirit of the adversary to put his hand on Jesus and set him on the pinnacle of a temple and tell him, jump off. Mm-hmm. Prove who you are. For he shall give his angels, he shall give his angels charge you. Satan was not one of the angels of God for the welfare of Jesus. He was one of the spirits, the angels for the detriment of Jesus. Telling him commit suicide, jump off. Why? Because he said he's going to give the good angels charge over you to keep you from dying if you jump off. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, let me tell you something, beloved. (laughs) Thou shalt not tempt the Lord. We see all the dangers going on around in the world. Oh, the Lord's going to give his angel charge over me. I can do whatever I want. No. You should not tempt the Lord Amen. your God. Exercise wisdom. Jesus didn't jump off. Absolutely. He was caught up. But he being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself to the word of God. And became obedient to the laws of nature. Wherefore God had highly exalted him. He said, he that overcome, you have to overcome the temptation of the evil spirits. You have to walk in the spirit of the mind of Christ. That's how he speaks to you. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us it is with the mind we serve Jesus. So a battle is going to take place in your mind. Evil thoughts Mm -hmm. that you have to bring in. Those thoughts are spirits. Mm -hmm. Come on, beloved. Evil thoughts, the work of the flesh. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life are evil spirits sent to entice you. But then you have to overcome that by the fruit of the Spirit of God. The love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the gentleness, the goodness, the faith, the meekness, and the temperance. And he says, when you overcome, he will give you to eat of Jesus Christ. You will become a part of the body of Christ. And it's in the midst of the paradise of God. Not in some garden over there where you say, I'm going to go in this garden. No. Jesus is the tree of life. I am the resurrection and the life, he said. You can't come to the Father except by me. So he spoke to the church that was in Ephesus. We're going to take our time here because we want to try to complete this chapter but if not we will resume in our next Sunday school class if you have questions please feel free to post them or ask them at this time this is a church in Ephesus if there are no questions we will continue 
In chapter 2, verse 8, it says, And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write. Now, you must remember that in each church, even the church at Ephesus, when Paul was leaving to go to Jerusalem, he sent for the elders, the plurality, the elders of the church. Now, some people claiming that the pastor is the angel of the church. Paul had sent for the angels of the church. So if it was a man, it would have been angels of the church more than one. No, but one angel was designated for Persia, for Tyre, for Sidon. And when Daniel had prayed, his prayer was answered. The angel was coming back with the answer. And he was resisted by the prince of Persia. So you have angels over countries, angels for churches, angels for individuals. You have different administration, even in the angelic realm. So to the church in Ephesus, the church in Ephesus had an angel that was responsible for that locale. Just like Daniel was getting his answer from God and the prince of Persia, that angel withstood him and then Michael came and helped him so he could deliver the answer. Now there was a different angel to the church in Smyrna. So he said, unto the angel of the church in Smyrna ride. This thing didn't come to no pastor one man that claimed himself to be an angel and you got them wife and them big kids. If you got a wife and kids, you are falling angel if you claim to be an angel. The Bible says angels need a what? Marry nor are given in marriage. So either you are an angel or you are a man. Hello, somebody. Your angelic form takes place after your demise, after your death, when you come in the presence of God, then your angels behold the face of the Father. There you neither marry, nor are you given in marriage, but are as the angels of God. But down here you're marrying, you're having children, you're having sex and carrying on and all that kind of stuff. You're not an angel! You are a man because God made them male and female. But because you're so messed up, fallen angels came and mess up the church. Because angels are genderless beings. Angels are genderless beings, but can take on the form of human. So fallen angels came down, took on the form of men, had sex with women, produced offspring, and then they run around saying, oh, you need a male nor a female. So ignorant people in the church heard that. Men said, hey, they told us that we need a male nor a female. So whoever we want. And that's what happened in Sodom. That's what happened in Sodom. They listened to the fallen angel in the Garden of Eden. <coughs> they listened to the fallen angel in Sodom. They did the lust of the flesh. Men lying with animals, each other. Women lying with animals and each other because of the fallen spirits that stood up in the church and none resisted them. I'm going to resist you. You are men and not an angel. And if you are an angel, you are a fallen spirit. Amen. You got to claim one side or the other. Angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them that shall be the ear of salvation. So if you are a real angel, you came here to serve mankind. Not for mankind to serve you. Your argument is confused. 
Why? God is not the author of confusion, but because you try to deceive you, deceive yourself. The Bible says to which of the angels said he at any time, sit thou at my right hand till I make thy enemies thy footstool. You an angel where you're not sitting at the right hand of God. And to which of the angels, are you an angel of the church? You're not at the right hand of God. And to which of the, you stand up and tell me that the Lord tell you to sit at his right hand until your enemy become your footstool and your angel and you're over our church. You are a liar and the truth is not in you. You deceiver. You're not an angel. If you're an angel, you're a fallen angel. And if you're a man, you're going to sit at the right hand of God in humility. Unto the angel of the church of Smyrna write, These say the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. Death don't frighten us. We're not scared of death because Jesus had abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. He said, I know that works. I know what you're doing. And thy tribulation. Here John had said to the church that he was a brother and companion in tribulation. These liars tell the people that they're not going to go through tribulation. And they're not going to suffer. And they're going to be prosperous. They're going to have this and get that and stuff. But not so in the church. He said, I know that works. I know you have tribulation in the church. Those that will live godly will suffer persecution. And your poverty, the church in Smyrna. And your, pro your poverty. He said, but thou art rich. Mm. The seen and the unseen. The natural and the spiritual. Naturally, you appear to be without possessions. Natural poverty. But spiritually, you have at your disposal the kingdom of God and his righteousness and a crown of life. Listen to this. He said, I know thy works. And tribulation and poverty. And I know the blaspheme of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. There are some people running around calling themselves Jews. They're not Jews, just like some people running around calling themselves apostles. They are not apostles, but they are of the synagogue of Satan. Folk will dress up, put on something around his neck, and put on a big cross around himself and stuff, and try to act a part, make you think. He is something that he is not. They are ministers of Satan. Satan manifests himself as an angel of light. How much more is ministers? Yeah. So they try to make you think by the address. Remember, Satan manifests himself as an he took on a form. Just like angels took on a form. So they dress up themselves. Because their deeds are evil. You are distracted by the address Amen. from their works. Hello, somebody. You are distracted from their behaviors by the way they dress. They are of the synagogue of Satan. And you have ministers, both the ministers of God, being found in fashion as men, they humble themselves. And you have the ministers of Satan that exalt themselves. Then listen to this now. Come on, true church of Jesus Christ. He said, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. The church of Jesus Christ is going to suffer with him. 
you're going to reign with him, but he said, don't be afraid of it. Listen to this. He said, behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. Remember, I said, you're going to have great tribulation. Fear none of those things which you shall suffer. You're going to suffer with him that you might reign with him. But don't be afraid of it. Amen. The devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried. Your true character, who you are, is going to come out. Listen to this. He says, the Lord speaking, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Remember, I said to you that this ministry, this gospel is preached by both angels and men. I saw an angel flying the heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach. Angels appeared to the shepherds when Jesus was born, said, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, good news, the gospel. I bring you good tidings of great joy, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ our Lord. So here the message goes out to both men and angels. There is that interaction of ministry. Angels are sent to minister to those who shall be the ears of salvation. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. See it and cast down a third of the angels. That you may be tried and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Listen to this. He shall be thou faithful unto death. Be faithful in your circumstances, in your tribulation, in your trials. Be faithful unto death. Folk won't tell you, no, 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 you're going to be caught up before all that stuff happened. Please leave your offering, they will say. You're going to be caught up before all that stuff happened. Leave your offering. Mail me your offering. WhatsApp me your offering. No, not WhatsApp. What do you call it again? Um, PayPal me your offering. Cash up. Oh, cash up me your offering. Because they serve the God mammon. Render to Caesar the things which be Caesar's and to God the things which be God. And he says, and I will give thee a crown of life. Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Then listen to this now. He said, he that art and hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Angels are ministering spirits and they will speak to you. Angels in good standing. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Let me pause right here to deal with death. There is a first and a second death. The first death, it was appointed unto man once to die and after death judgment. So when you die with Christ and in Christ, death had no more dominion over you. But if you die outside of Christ, then your angelic form. Come on with me now. When you die outside of Christ, then your angelic form is exposed to angelic death. There is an angelic death. It's called the second death. The first death is an appointment for mankind. The second death is the death that angels can die. You see, when man... In disobedience, die the natural death. His angel in hell will lift up his eyes, see Lazarus in Abram's bosom, and seek relief from his torments. So his angelic form now is there. But there's a death to the angelic form. That's why this message is sent both to men and angels. Angels were not appointed to the first death. 
Man was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, the first death. But that was not angels' domain, nor what was ascribed to them. When man die and now enter the angelic realm, the second death is there for those who have that angelic body. He said, he that overcome in this life and hear what the spirit, the inner man, the man, though the outward man be dissolved. We have a temple. We have a tabernacle, a body of God, eternal in the heavens. That one is not going to die. But angels are in their first body. And they can die in the second death. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. That is the death that is reserved unto angels. Our time today, beloved, is gone. And we thank and praise God for all of you that came in our Sunday school. We will pick it up in verse 12 on next week. But we ask that you continue to read the book of Revelation. Read it for yourself. There are ministers of Satan. Even in the church, remember the church is a general body, wheat and tears. So you have to be wise. Read the book of Revelation for yourself. Don't be deceived by what men tell you and try to point you in the wrong direction. Follow what Jesus said. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. The Bible says that we are a holy nation. We are royal priesthood. We are a nation of kings and priests. Yes, and we have a ministry of reconciliation. You see, God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And I beseech us that we should implore men and women to be reconciled unto God. So I'm going to step away from here. We are a holy name. We are a royal priesthood. You are a minister and a royal priesthood just like I am. I have no dominion over you. We are all brethren. And you can boldly go to the throne of grace for yourself because you are a royal priesthood as I am. We are of the order of Melchizedek. So I'm going to step away from here that you might boldly approach the throne of grace. There you'll find Jesus. In the time of trouble, he is your great high priest. He is the one you need to go to. God bless you in Jesus' name.
Won't you please, please come home? 